song. Because I had the floop evil oh. song stuck in my head <laughs> and it was driving okay. me crazy. And now I can't think of it. It's a cruel, cruel world full of nasty oh. people. So what is it? For you little boys and girls. <laughs> it's a cruel, cruel world for you little boys and girls full of nasty people. And then he, what's the other part? He goes, you can dream my dream. You can dream my dream. You can dream. <laughs> okay. And if that, if that opening didn't hook you. If that didn't hook you into our podcast, well, I don't know what's wrong with you. You need to get your brain checked. Your third brain checked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut. For if you haven't if you haven't seen this movie in twenty odd years, that's a deep cut. This is thirty going on thirteen of the podcast. I am uh, Maddie Foley, one of your co-hosts. I'm staring at the beautiful. Oh my god, beautiful, well rested, <laughs> live collect. Oh, I live said your collect. name. I never do it. See, so uh, and I'm staring at her. And <laughs> That's her honestly name is... insulting to go so over the top. Say beautiful, beautiful. I have two raging zits on my face. Um, okay, don't I even. look crazy. I have a gunshot wound on my neck of a zit pretty well look and i also have a I, how would you describe this a pancake uh-huh. burn i make pancakes and i really did a bad one on my wrist and did it you just was... say did you just say i make pancakes <laughs> nope <laughs> no i didn't I'm, I'm actually kind of scared for what this what today's episode holds because well there's a lot going on as we just chatted two seconds before the podcast um yeah. I am a bear. I'm coming out of basically a 24-hour slumber. <laughs> I am so sleepy and tired. You're, I picture you, if you're a bear and you're coming out and you're getting your um, peanut butter M&Ms and you're bringing them back into your cave to go right back to sleep. <laughs> make, it, make it Maltesers and yes. <laughs> Today it's Maltesers, oh but ordinarily peanut butter M and M's. Oh, peanut butter M and M's. Sans. Well, spider okay. webs. I was gonna say but, we actually. I can't ever really buy them it, anymore yeah. now. I totally get that. My um, one friend. Uh, uh, for people who for people who are new, I'm so sorry. There's been so many deep cuts in the first three minutes. Uh, for Olivia, did find a full um, maggots ecosystem with spider web in her bag of peanut butter m&ms and she's scarred from it and i wanted to say um sean violently threw up craft dinner when he was a little boy can't even look at it anymore my friend's sister violently had an issue with lipton chicken noodle soup i actually don't know if it was an illness or what happened with it i think there was a bug and bag situation can't <sighs> eat lipton chicken noodle soup anymore so um that all that to say I guess nothing really. Uh, this is a podcast where we talk about bugs and bags. We talk about uh, <laughs> film, film and TV from when we were kids. We're both in our thirties now, officially. Um, and uh, yeah, we talk about stuff we watched when we were younger, and then we rewatch and we talk about uh, what it's like now to rewatch it and all the messed up things. And we also talk a little bit about our own lives. Um, because neither of us can afford the therapy. So you get to come along for that ride. Um, let's dive into housekeeping. And then this week we're going to be doing... Dun, 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 dun. Okay, that's impossible. Uh, we're going to be doing... Spy Kids, the movie. We're going to do a chronological rundown of it. We're going to talk about what it meant to us. Yada, yada, yada. 
let's do the housekeeping this is this is a space corner <laughs> and you're so mad or sorry with this okay the the funniest shit to me, the funniest shit um i guess what happened the james webb telescope we've talked about it uh we talked about how it's kind of mean to the hubble telescope that james webb made his own telescope and freaking thinks it's so cool well i guess somebody was sending a picture around of someone who took an up close picture of a salami sausage (laughs) and tried to play it off like it was space so i guess this thing is like pink like you know how it has like they tried to play them off as stars and i think the person <laughs> was trying to have the message of be careful what you read online because it can be fake this is just a picture of an up close salami so, oh, not, okay, okay. however <laughs> what ended up happening was it did get sent around as whoa look at this james webb deep space picture and people did not know it was salami and they were praising it and a lot of people were confused and that actually makes brings me joy i actually love that person for doing yeah, that same. that person is my hero because they man that little trickster they <laughs> pulled the they're they're pulling one over on these guys. They're saying, I know. "Oh, all you freaking space heads! You think space is so great? <laughs> oh, look at this space picture! Space heads, look at it. They say, yeah, yeah, they they love. They go, whoa, space. that planet, uh, that oh planet must be in the God. X, look the X, Y, and then oh, the coordinates then for guy, that." This guy goes, psych, guess what that is? It's fucking salami. (laughs) I love that so much. I also remember it reminded me in um, first year university, I took a physics course for hmm, no reason, no reason. And um, it zoomed, we watched this video where it zooms in so far and then zooms out so far and both atoms and molecules on the really little scale look like space too bro and then even when you go out really big it also looks like space and now you're telling me in the middle a salami looks like space too well guess what space you're not that special everything's technically space uh, that actually reminds me if we're talking about salami yeah. and university yeah <laughs> <laughs> That actually that, that sounds like a a, a, a dirty stand up joke. If we're talking about salami and uni. A piece of salami uh, walks into a university. No, I once in university, decade a decade ago, did a did a little shot. Oh my god, can you believe it? Did a little shot. Oh, a shot of, of alcohol. Yes, of um what is that alcohol that's basically yeah poison basically gasoline oh absinthe absinthe no uh bacardi 151 or something <sighs> that one that's like yeah, yeah. actually the worst thing you can imagine um yeah. did shot of that did shot this person's house he have no juice or anything <gasps> no chaser he uh, said here just take a bite of this salami oh my god that sounds <laughs> and, actually and as a sober, he like a sober a little bit he, he, honestly he was okay. and his that last name his last name was littlewood was, <laughs> <laughs> this guy can't escape it so it's, it's almost not even his own his fault he grew up <laughs> in the culture of being a little wood no we don't feel bad for this guy trust okay me. good good Good, good, good. And uh, 
Oh, wait, he my, gave you a salami and you girl. ate it. You oh. ate a salami. Did you eat? Was it a slice of salami or like no, a giant just like hog? A hog. Ew. <laughs> I hate the hog. It was a hog. So oh. as a as a sober vegetarian, this is a memory that is haunting. That's to like me. when that's like when parents catch their kids smoking cigarettes and then they make them smoke the whole pack of it's cigarettes. Exactly like that. Uh, okay, let's dive into fast food corner. Um, I've got a couple of things. Number one, the most recent just happened literally 40 minutes ago i order my food and i have a lovely uber eats courier come drop it off let's be real summertime plus 30 plus i've been drinking a lot lately which i'm not happy about or proud of i'm spiraling hard but that does equal me not doing groceries me getting uber eats it's on brand courier comes to my door not he uh he had some trouble getting up i I'm I said I'll come down he said no no I'll come up it's fine and then five minutes pass I go did you come up we're sort of texting back and forth there are issues there's issues from the get he drops off the food and he texts me and honestly I feel like the conversation probably should end when the food gets dropped off but it didn't he goes can you give me a five-star rating and I was like for sure I give him a five-star rating he goes five-star rating please and the, men, the the thing's not closed yet. He hasn't closed it on his end, even though I'm eating my food. I go, I gave you a five-star rating. He goes, I can't see the five-star rating. We're going back and forth. I'm saying, buddy, I gave you a five-star rating and a tip. I don't, I give, I gave it to you. He goes, five-star rating now, please. With a, like a sad face, like now, yeah, now. And I went, I need you to close this account <laughs> and I have given you a five-star rating sir and then finally he goes okay thanks and then closed it why are you texting me when i'm eating my food for 10 minutes what the hell is going on with that there's a lot wrong with that first of all i absolutely hate when they enforce upon you the rating that is quite common they do that i'm i'm gonna do it i'm gonna i'm gonna do it I'm gonna but do the it. second you say that and I wince as you say it, it makes me not want to do it. Makes it. me now not want to do, do you it. Think, totally. Do you think when I drop a bill off at a table, I say, and make sure to give me a 20 to 25% tip? <gasps> if a waiter ever did that to me, oh, wait, oh, wait, a server, sorry, if a server ever did that to me, I would. I would give them the tip actually exactly. and then I just walk away would. yeah, but then yeah. You'd no, be I like that I can't believe they did that I would just talk so much ish about you and hope I never saw it had you again not to denigrate the drivers but we're not friends and I, I feel as though now? our relationship ends the second my food has arrived if the when I have bites in my mouth no at that point you text back you say new phone who dis at that no at that point I text back and I say um uh, thanks for the food um i hope we can stay friends uh i'm so sorry things didn't work out between us <laughs> oh my god um, <laughs> once the food comes you become like um the baby geniuses when they age out and they cross over also uh helped my parents for a party this weekend i was the bartender making okay. sean and i bartending making margaritas making I'm kind french of stiffening. martinis i'm kind of stiffening up because i'm like you're Isn't sort of stepping on my well now i'm coming into the hospitality realm with you i i but you know what though we made a fatal flaw we're getting high off our own supply and we are getting progressively worse (laughs) (laughs) uh we did run out of stuff i also had to uber eats i had to uber eats a margarita kit from lone star like four of them Ooh, that must have been a fortune it was a fortune and they make you 
because uh, the LCBO was closed, I believe, or nobody could drive. Uh, And so that happens. The guy comes, drops it off at my house. He's chatting me up. I'm going, bucko, come on. I got a party to get back to. I'm on the clock right now. I'm working here. And as I turn to leave, he goes, ma'am, just so you know, you look really good tonight and gets in his car. And there wasn't a bone in my body that was flattered. I was scared. Now I've got a mark on me. This man knows where my parents live. Uh, I slept with the window open that night to listen for any car tire tracks coming in. I'm so scared. Yeah, that's the safest. That's the best way to keep yourself safe from a I unlocked the door. I unlocked the door in case I had to run out quickly. <laughs> I left all the windows open so I could you hear turned, him coming. You turned off your phone to save the battery. I turned off my phone. <laughs> opened all the windows. <laughs> and then okay my last fast food corner is a sad one i had um i've been do- i did a I did a really sad thing the other day called um the worst nachos and you put quotations on them i i worse oh, than okay. when you had gasoline in them? literally yes because well you'll see i don't know you'd be the judge so i don't know i don't have groceries i don't have a lot i'm not working with a lot here i made nachos and what i do is i sit with my giant costco jar of salsa that i think it's gone bad already tbh i have it's got kind of like a fermented like um you know when it's like spicy not spicy um bubbly carbonated from fermenting (laughs) so it's kind of got that little kick to it so we're already starting a bad foot i also have tortilla chips they are stale the kicker i do not have time to uh get cheese going so i basically what i've been doing is dipping a chip in the stale salsa taking a bite and then chasing with a cold piece of cheese (laughs) oh my god (laughs) Isn't that wretched? <laughs> it is <laughs> sickening. Um, yeah, I don't know what's wrong, but like now my body kind of likes it. Like now I'm kind of craving it even right now. Um, but I do do it in the dark of night, like a little cat sort of wandering around the house because I cannot let anyone see. That's pretty much my FFC. We're not really like, ugh, I'm not really high on the hog this week with anything good. Do you have anything good? Um, I have nothing Healthy? worthy of note. Love. Poof. <laughs> healthy no i also have an absolutely stark empty to the gills no, um, the fridge is fridge no. there's no food in it yeah and um last night i did order pj's it was delicious i got nothing more to say about it we do really have to look into papa john's personal life i think he has some i, I don't ha- want to know. i need to know because i think he has a weird driveway situation that i kind of want to know about like he's got like i think he has almost like a floop house sort of situation but pizza themed but i I might just be making that up and sort of wishful thinking that but i'm gonna look into that um okay uh two other things in sort of i guess like a celeb corner number one i just sent you that candon can christ candon kangrisker cameron candace beer boretta can candace cameron Barada. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. She's in the hot gossip, uh, the Gen Z news right now for, I guess, being like not even ultra Christian, but like maybe potentially like QAnon sort of like 
something's going on there um we didn't have time to look too far into it but that uh as we did just do our full house episode i've sort of been keeping tabs on ccb uh because i love to sort of see where are they now um and you know of course as someone who's jealous of little children acting uh all the time as sort of an old witch I do kind of get a sick satisfaction off of them uh, sort of maybe you know having uh, in more interesting uh, events in their life now being spoiled yeah like, and I'm by spoiled I mean rotten rotten spoiled rotten sorry guys I'm still so tired because I'm still on New York time okay I'm still <laughs> and just a reminder for everyone she does live in Toronto Toronto and New York do share the same time zones I just do need some of our listeners not from the area to know that <laughs> okay whilst I was oh I almost, st- said, I thought you almost said Will Smith okay keep going I'm hanging on to every one of your words to figure out who this celebrity is okay sorry continue 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 Oh, yeah. I actually don't know if I told you this at all. I saw a certain someone. <gasps> Named? And honestly, I, oh my God, Olivia, I hope that I am not cursed since this certain someone. Kirsten, Kirsten. Is uh, from a cursed <gasps> television w- series. Bewitched, uh, cursed, uh, which is the, the little witches. Plagued with death and controversy. What's wrong with me? Oh, oh, The Walking Dead? Curse? No, no the curse. Witches, witches. I was closer to witches. Ryan Hocus Pocus? Murphy. Glee. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Stop, 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 stop. Why are you leaning so far into the witch clues by saying cursed? And because the, glee, the cast plagued. of Glee is cursed. Oh, okay. my God. How? That oh is my so... God. How do you not think I'd... of the word cursed as synonymous <laughs> with glee that is so so such a far it's not abstract at all it's those two words are synonymous honestly frankly it's redundant um glee is famously the most cursed show on the planet okay it is, okay it is cursed but you literally made it sound like i would have guessed bet midler from fucking hocus pocus the way you said cursed and then you said plagued by plagued you are leaning into the, all these old-timey words. Okay, I don't you associate plagued with, oh, uh, with witches. Okay, it's it's pretty much the biggest person from Glee that you can imagine. It's Leah Michelle, you freaking You fucking dumb, saw Leah Michelle where? Yes, she walked right past me. I was sitting on a bench talking to my mom on the phone. In New York? Yes. Okay, what the hell? She, what was she saying? Yeah, I booked Funny Girl. What did she say? Because so I know she, all about that. So she drama. was wearing a cream-colored uh, satiny button-down with a black skirt and sandals and sunglasses, and her hair was slicked back in a bun. Ooh, she and probably she looked so was cool. With, she did look cool. Fuck. She was with her husband. They were walking. She looked in a bad mood. Love um, that. Love that. I did not hear any of their conversation. Who's her husband? Um, Jonathan Groff? No, his name is like Randy Zyke or something. I did my due diligence. I said, I want to make certain that I can add this to my bird watching guide for celebrities that okay. I've seen this person. So I spotted a tattoo on the huh? foot and I memorized the man's face. And I went, I Googled and ding, ding, correct. I... It was in fact Leah Michelle. Oh, wow. So I've added her to my laundry list of celebrities. Were, were people swarming or no, no. spreading, like running away or what was happening? <laughs> no, no one, one fled and no one swarmed. I love that. Because, because you know, 
when you're in New York, yeah, you gotta play it cool. People are cool. They don't care. They see a, they see a million celebrities a day. They literally. And, and we were in Soho, so it's kind of like actually extra cool. Like people like really don't care. Yeah, yeah. Same with me when I was in LA and I saw Bones and I sat and stared at her bowl <laughs> of vegetables and but and just holding myself back saying, don't say anything, don't say anything, don't say anything, don't say anything. <laughs> like really was just like really cool about it. So I totally get those vibes of like, you know what too, as a celebrity myself, we all know I have been recognized now on the street uh, as Elizabeth Holmes. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure that they were just confusing me. With Amanda Seyfried, uh, and or I'm sure that they were probably they'd probably just seen the Christmas movie I was in, and and they were going Elizabeth, Elizabeth was that her name? But I, I for, for for better or worse, I've been recognized, so I do know like that like don't you know don't come up to me and ask for an autograph when I'm walking my dog. You guys, come on, just let me live. You know what I. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't even say that. I. <laughs> I similarly. Mm-hmm. Um, had a woman the other day say oh my god i just have to say you look exactly like my roommate from university okay Uh, recognized (laughs) for fame (laughs) and then proceeds to show me pictures of a woman oh okay don't ever show the pictures don't ever show the pictures don't ever show the pictures let's just say it's really hard for me to feign maybe excitement about it flattery um, you know maybe years ago maybe years ago it's exhausting being a celebrity it's exhausting being recognized but i love it uh i love it and especially when um when i am walking dublin and you know someone comes up to me and i can tell that they really do just want an autograph and they say your dog pooed back there and i'm saying okay if you just want an autograph just tell me uh also i'm not picking up diarrhea so (laughs) i'll pick up a solid i will not pick up a wet diarrhea sir so and if anything that's 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 you leaving more than an autograph well if you want a picture i'll take one with the diarrhea (laughs) and you if i don't just tell me and i think probably on diarrhea we should dive into spy kits i don't know what do you think yeah because this movie made me want to die made me want to die area no i'm just kidding i actually had a lot of fun tbh (laughs) uh okay let's talk about it first what did this movie mean to you this came out in 2001 what was where were you at was this a mom and live theater go okay so 2001 i am 11 years old y2k didn't happen we're all kind of relieved about that (laughs) we're excited yeah we've we've released a universal sigh of relief i see this flick now Mm -hmm. i was trying to think you're 11 i am fairly certain that I saw this in theaters with a younger cousins situation, like a fa- like a family affair kind of thing. Maybe okay. a birthday party or something, a family birthday or. I do remember some extraneous other kids being there, like maybe some other neighbor kids. But I'm a little bit too old for this movie. But like I'm just going going you know along with the fam for the fun. Totally the theater. Totally. Um, the but definitely was not gunning to see this movie and i gotta say i as a kid yeah hate <laughs> this movie oh okay. i had a seething okay rage towards oh, this movie that has God. honestly lasted 
21 years oh i love to hear that 21 jump street you, okay so you're one of those kids you just put it had a brain my arms were crossed you. yeah my arms were crossed i'm looking at this thing i'm saying this is not realistic oh, oh. this is disgusting to me okay that phase of please this isn't realistic please. as if you are supposed to as if movies can only ever be realistic and probable <laughs> <laughs> that phase as a kid oh it's the worst um okay well i need to hear i need to hear like what were you going through as a kid that made you feel that way like were you like i'm an adult now this shit's for babies yes it's that but also i just remember for some reason really despising the two lead kids okay i mean i don't know what it is about them yeah what they were doing i could not stand them as a kid they weren't giving it for you okay i agree on the carmen front as a child something about her bothered me is it intense jealousy that i had for her is it that i didn't think she had an x factor and i did when i was 11 and it wasn't yeah, really professional fair. rivalry yeah I, I i'm sure something along those lines is it um i find her milk toast i don't know even in sleepover years later, a few years later. She, she doesn't have it. She doesn't have it. The clown, the Stephen King clown. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dumbest fucking joke. I kind of was a Junie head as a, as a little kid. I hated him as like, you're such a baby, you're such a loser. But I was also like, he's kind of funny. Like he's kind of playful and lovable. And I was nine when this came out. So there's a you bit. Related, you probably related to him because he had warts. Yeah, he's got warts. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, warts. His were on his hands. Mine were between my toes. Uh, he was sort of bullied. He was sort of like always scared of everything. Yes, check. Uh, check, please. So I definitely think I was like, he's funny. Like as a kid, I was like, he's a funny one. I saw this movie in theaters with uh, Victoria K. And she... Oh my god, she loved this movie, and I think seeing it with her made me love it. And then I went back and saw it with another friend because I promised two friends at school I would see it with them, and then I had to pretend that I hadn't seen it the first time because I sort of a little I was sort of a little better call Saul. I was Saul Goodman about everything back then. I was always sort of like playing little tricks and pranks and sort of lying to people and scheming my way out of things. Loved it, 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 loved it. Wanted to be a spy kid, wanted to have the McDonald's burger um, bars that you can just put in the microwave, wanted to fly on a jetpack, um, didn't like the sharks, still don't, uh, loved their house, their fucking house, their castle that they live in, uh, loved it all. So really charmed by this. This movie and Spider-Man left me feeling <sighs> walking okay, out of Spider the theater. Spider-Man's different. Spider-Man, I had that <sighs> walking out of the walking theater. Walking out of the theater, I'm changed. On top of the world, I'm, I'm different now. <laughs> I want to be Spider-Man. That's what I want. Okay, I thought we stood in solidarity what against you wanted... Spy Kids together. No, I loved Spy Kids. I loved, 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 loved it. I really loved it. Spy Kids 2... I didn't love, but I did watch in the back of a van on the way to, you guessed it, Myrtle Beach. I love Spy Kids, but I actually think that's good. Now we've got a good cop, bad cop. Put on your, you put on your veto leather cap for this episode, do the bad cop, and I'll put on my, like, here, do you want a cigarette? Do you need some coffee? I'll go grab it for you. 
whatever that whatever that is this movie has been described as Willy Wonka meets James Bond that is the theme <laughs> Uh, Willy Wonka is a movie we should revisit because that movie is fucked. Uh, there are five Spy Kid movies in total. The fifth one's being made, and it is called it is called Spy Kids Armageddon. So R.I.P. I guess everyone's dying. Critics gave this movie a ninety three percent because okay, and this is how we know we become critics and actual film buff film heads because critics gave it a 93 audience gave it a 47 and that just goes to show you that you can make great art and people still won't like it i relate to that yeah 1000 percent. And, and now that we're critics we're going okay this movie is actually kind of good and really good pacing and really cute and fun god you can't please them all one for me one for one for them is what they say i just I get chills about all the stuff with Alan coming. I don't. All, oh my god, those Who, creatures, those I, the thumbs, creatures, the thumbs. Okay. okay, like I, it makes me want to puke. It's to oh, me, it really it's like is Willy Wonka. Shutter, it's the Shutter guy covered in teeth. Like oh, okay, yeah, no, the I don't thumbs like are the look fucked. of these things. I don't like the look of the agents turned into weird <laughs> monsters dressed in like little tutus and stuff i don't like the way they sing and like the aesthetic of things it gives me massive heebie-jeebies well that's kind of my thing too is it's like um robert rodriguez directed and created this i'm kind of like whoa you're a sick puppy like how could you even like okay if someone tells you to think of like a willy wonka-esque character i feel like mine would be either so fucking like knockoff of Willy Wonka I would never arrive at the character floop with these fucking CIA agents turned into these creepy monsters with dumpy fat asses and spread out faces <laughs> and then also the giant thumb thumbs is a fucking nightmare 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 not cool not fun for kids scary 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 the sleeping sharks too bro like they're scary scary stuff in this fucking movie that honestly th- it, it, he's sick in the he's sick in the head love but i now as an adult i'm like geez i wish my imagination was like that <laughs> do you feel <laughs> a little is, that it is very creative this movie he's also in a cave and all of his little candies and all of his like chroma <laughs> tables and stuff like chromatica is very <laughs> it upsetting. Is very <laughs> it's that shit that like reflects like the little diamond squares that reflect off and look rainbow colored. Back in the two thousands, that was the whole thing. It is whack. It's, it's so whack. It's whack. It's whack. I I overdeed on whack. I have a whack addiction <laughs> okay we did this last time is it alan cummings i don't know fuck i think it's just coming <laughs> something i wouldn't know about just kidding but i'm ching uh alan <laughs> uh, if it's alan coming uh, no wonder i haven't heard of him uh, <laughs> uh okay it is alan coming okay so alan coming as floop love love i love him he's kind of a perfect wackadoo he's a perfect because um, oh my god because he's got peewee josie herman and the josie and the p and peewee herman vibes like he does actually mm. have peewee herman vibes i do love him yeah no he's i wonder what he's doing should i call him what's he doing 
Uh, okay, so let's start at the beginning. Uh, this is going to be definitely a two-parter. I'm also going to be gone next week. So the second part is going to be recorded this week of the 8th. So if any major events happen in the news or something and we don't address it, um, it is just due to that. We start out. I already vividly remember troublemaker studios this little cartoon character at the beginning just of the production studio ad because it's this little sneaky boy with a with a little hat on a little toque on and he's being a little sneaker and uh my one friend used to draw now this is a deep cut my one friend at school uh in grade six used to draw this character on skateboards doing a bunch of stuff i think she had a crush on him um and i used to draw spongebob pictures and sell them for 25 cents each uh back in the day again a little bit of a who was buying those literally everyone i could do patrick i could do spongebob (laughs) (laughs) why the hell would there be demand for (laughs) For listen, 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 listen. <laughs> drawings of SpongeBob. Also, why did all these kids have loose child. change on them? I don't know. Um, they no, they sold for twenty five cents. I actually, made orders, so I would be like, okay, give me a day. I did have a twenty four hour turnaround, and I went. I remember going home, going home one night. I was so stressed out. People like I was like, oh, I've got so many fucking orders. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I like didn't do my homework. Came back the next day. People would cut them out and tape them onto their binder. What grade is it? Six, five, and six, maybe five. All that to say, the market doesn't. You don't determine the market. The market determines itself, and you meet the market. And I don't know. People, you know, I struck on the iron was hot. People were calling for SpongeBob's crudely drawn on graph paper. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we start out in this like beautiful home. Uh, Carmen is sitting out the window. So dangerous. You'd never have that now. No building, no building would allow that. Um, it's a beautiful castle, and they are in. Don't know. We don't, don't know. know. Couldn't tell Latin the whole time. influences. They do. They don't tell you where, but it's like a beautiful, like Spanish-looking castle. Junie has warts. Junie got warts. This is stuck so fucking much in my head. We're introduced to Carmen and Junie, the brother and sister. They are the spy kids. The mama is Carla Gugino and the dad is Antonio Banderas. And Junie's got warts. Junie has warts. And there's something about this movie that make made me think as a kid that if I got scared too often, then I would get warts. Now, did well, that because- stick with you? Because he gets sweaty? Is that why? But it's because it's because I didn't understand that. At one point, she goes, stop shaking so much or you'll give yourself more work. Yeah, and I'm not fucking kidding. How old am I? 30. And I still, to this day, had to go for... Gopher had to go. You're <laughs> such a gopher. Had to become a gopher. Had to <laughs> go to google.com and look up... Do, does getting how, scared how give do warts? Because I, because there does not seem I, I don't think medically there is a connection. But this movie 
literally tricked me for years into thinking that if I was too nervous I'd get warts or like anxious people have warts or scared people have warts if somebody could call in and free me from this um this cognitive prison that I've created for myself please let me know um Carla Gugino (laughs) Carla Gugino Gugino comes in she's the mama she looks gorgeous so good in this movie she looks amazing even her little mom haircut there is this giant polar bear at the end of carmen's bed i don't know if you notice this it really looks like a skinned dead polar bear not skinned sorry stuffed dead full polar bear and carlo gugino sits down and she goes what that time story do you want me to tell you guys and she goes the one about the two spies that fell in love the the story of the two spies okay you're rolling your eyes i will say at this point i am still saying god i hate this movie (laughs) why okay why am i watching this kid treat his warts also why is this chick asking for a bedtime story she looks way too old to be asking for a bedtime but she's reading your own book by now she should be reading your own book at nine i was undercover playing undercover i was undercover cop i was under the covers playing game boy color pokemon blue or red or i was under the covers reading j14 or i was under the covers reading like nancy drew or some shit because i thought it was alt to read old school books so did i or watching back to the future on my mintech aka the one of the original dvd personal dvd players i was obsessed with back to the future for a little bit so the mom tells her the story of two spies her it's the story of the parents the kids don't know that they're spies um the mom is like oh my mission the mission was to kill the man but they just didn't they meet in an elevator and actually they just didn't kill each other because they thought each other were hot and then they kind of dated and that's it and so we're already off to like really shaky ground here because i don't think listen i'm not a spy i'm on record saying this i am not a cia affiliate i don't think you can just not do your job and then then date them (laughs) i think they'd kill you well also i'm gonna go on record and denounce yeah uh, this wedding and how and and because you know what it was honestly it was reckless it was irresponsible bringing that many people yeah yes to bring all these people do this wedding when they clearly knew shit was gonna go down because otherwise why why would they have yeah totally no totally yeah i picturing them now packing their uh heart-shaped parachute backpack and saying i hope my grandma doesn't die by by bombs and jets that fly overhead i think they should be charged i don't understand now how they have a relationship with the government by being like hey listen remember how i had that task um so i didn't do it actually i married her and actually you guys tried to kill us but then we kind of just want to be consultants is that cool Mm i'm the president of one of those countries no take him out dead i didn't think of this as being a government um organization that's a great it seemed independent that's a great point um i don't think terry hatcher is working for the government (sighs) terry hatcher didn't seem qualified for that role and that's not me being sexist but is she like the basil in austin powers i guess you're shaking your head okay love that okay that makes more sense to me she's not the head of the agency because her hair gets set on fire she does all this floppy dumpy (laughs) stuff she doesn't really seem trained well in combat 
I don't really understand what her role is. Okay, that's perfect. That's all I needed you to say. By the way, I'm watching this movie in the living room. Broad daylight. This movie's only been playing for about 10 minutes. Yeah. Joel, Joel sniffs it in out. In the background, sitting, at the, <laughs> at, sitting do, working on work yeah. at the in the kitchen. So, whoa, cool. Cool. He's getting so distracted. Sean, okay. Oh, oh my God. That was sick. Okay. She's loving it. Baby Sean, same thing. You know when little kids come and stand in front of the TV or like dads come and stand in front of the TV and cross their arms and stare at it? (laughs) He literally did that for like 14 minutes. I was like, do you want to sit down? He's like, no, 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 I got to go back to work. I was like, okay. (laughs) Continues to stand there. He's like, oh, I remember Junie. I was like, okay. Can you go away? <laughs> the way Carla Gugino takes her wig off in the elevator, though, that is visceral as fuck for me because she does it so sneakily. Um, I don't understand how, like, the priest is, like, doing the final, like, you are now married. The jets are flying overhead. This is reckless. People are dead. But now they just sort of live in a nice castle and go to, and the kids, and they have two kids, and they do this whole thing of, like, but we traded one life of adventure for another. Parenthood. And parenthood is pretty crazy. And sort of that's sort of the end of the message. And like even the kids are like, that fucking blows. The ending is so bad. What the fuck? Uh, now they are not spies. They are consultants and they seem to work really late hours, which honestly, if you had kids, that would be so hard. Um, okay, the kids go to sleep. The children every morning before school do sort of little Cadet Kelly training. <laughs> where they do monkey bar they do jump jack they do kick kick whatever <laughs> they do throwing a 30 pound weight into a wall um they're little tiny mini iron men um ninja warrior bullshit obstacle course every morning and they go why do you have to do this <laughs> then that's pretty much how it's addressed Junie loves to draw the dad hates his artistic side i love that howling at that uh, I relate. <laughs> I relate to that one. Uh, I relate to the dad because he's like, God, why do you watch this show? God, why are you drawing this weird sucks. fucking shit, man? I know. And I was like, shit. I love this dad. He's funny. It is funny. And also, um, as a little bit of a Junie myself and my parents finding some secret, sneaky drawings I used to do, uh, I'm relating to that. Them going, what is this drawing about? What have you, why did you draw this? Why did you draw? Why did you draw a Robaxaset doll dancing, saying <laughs> "Shake your booty" on it? Uh, literally a real drawing I did. <laughs> okay, and as we're in the car, one of my favorite freaking things. You all know that I love, I love DVD players and minivans. Like <laughs> nothing is, makes me more happy when the SpongeBob movie for Christmas movie got stuck in our minivan, and it's all we could watch for seven months. It was the happiest, happiest I ever was. <laughs> And the kids are watching something called Floop. <laughs> the Fooglies. The f- Floops Floop. The Floops Fooglies. And I gotta tell you, some of these creatures on Floop's show are pretty foogly. <laughs> They're pretty <laughs> foogly looking. <laughs> I wrote this is a role of a lifetime for Alan Cumming. The giant thumbs are nightmare fuel. I have had nightmares about them. I, at nine years old, I do remember I did have a nightmare about them. They were coming for me on pirate ships. Floop introduces a new character. And the dad and mom are kind of working on like 
a secret consulting thing where these agents have gone missing and the new character gets shown and literally I don't know how but the dad sort of goes huh is that the missing agent okay 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 this is crazy it's basically the reverse of um cmm not being able to tell yes, that yes. it's <laughs> that it's hillary hill duff because the, okay imagine if you haven't seen this imagine <laughs> someone being able to tell that someone is someone <laughs> and they're wearing a giant polka dot pokeroo costume full pokeroo costume face is completely that's real is their eyes i mean eyes are the window so and, and it's not like they have like that cool thing where heterochromia yes they really should have given this agent one defining feature and then put that in the monster i think because really this dad is looking just at a monster like fun character on tv a giant pokeroo character with a like literally like picture pokeroo's mask basically and he's looking at a picture of a human man and then going wait a second doing a fake kind of like just like is there something happening there it's so <laughs> fucking funny. It is so hilarious. Them being parents, you can tell they're kind of sad. They miss the spy life. They drop their kids off. Junie gets bullied, obviously. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Having warts? Yikes. That's a glasses, warts, and compression socks or weird orthotic shoes. Those are grounds for bullying. Uh, the parents are kind of just like living that suburban life and like this other dad is kind of bullying Antonio Banderas he's kind of having to cuck around because he can't blow his cover yada yada the kids are sad floop we go back it turns out floop isn't this freaking cute fun (laughs) scary borderline wiggles boy He's actually a perverted Elon Musk type. Well, even more, even more perverted than the real Elon fucking <laughs> yeah. Musk. But he's a literal evil villain with his hands in the pot of military grade technology and robots. And it's sort of a baby genius. Did they want to make the baby geniuses evil armies? No. They wanted to make them spies? No. I didn't understand what their intention was. What did they was. want to do with baby geniuses? Now that's, now that's going to keep... What do they want from Well, that's going to keep geniuses. me up at night. What the hell did they want with the baby geniuses? Uh, Floop is like a cray villain. He is invested heavily and he's like an inventor, I guess. Um, he's like if Willy Wonka made... Honestly, he really is Willy Wonka. If Willy Wonka made... Um, military weapons and was in bed with the u.s government is essentially what's happening the military people are always like on his back though like i do love this side story of floop is that he just wants to be a tv show host like he just wants to be a creator because he's such a great inventor then the military's tapped him and they're always constantly like well, where are we at with these spy kids where are we at with these robots where are we at with this military and he's like well i made these things called thumb thumbs come you can use these in your army okay not only are these things fucking terrifying these things are bumbling idiots they're all thumbs yeah they're because they're all thumbs (laughs) that wasn't even a written joke that was i actually think that's the intention honestly thumb they're all thumb they can't do a thing (laughs) 
<laughs> these things run in and always one of them is falling always one has to do a little fall and it's kind of funny and did actually oh laugh at it oh my god they're buffoons they're absolute buffoons give them a gun uh they're not gonna be able to shoot it they're all thumbs uh okay but honestly yeah. even though he's a perverted elon musk type yeah. um i gotta i gotta tip my hat to him because this invention that he Which had one? where he's like hey look at this and he shows him a kid okay and it's, and it's the guy's kid and the guy's like what yeah. uh david or whatever yeah, yeah. his kid's name is and the kid's running at him yeah and he doesn't move because he's because like, it's my son my totally that's my son and then oh guess what it's not actually your son it's a fucking robot kid made to look like now olivia does this make you feel a little bit differently about robots because you said i don't care about them we're fine whatever do you are you scared now uh, now are you scared well i mean if someone it is disarming if someone made a little robot froggy or teddy okay and they're running at me you better believe i'm not gonna i i've got my arms wide open (laughs) they're shooting lasers jump in bed with me they're shooting lasers out of their little eyes (laughs) at you i well we're really close with that with the dog technology for sure because we do have those woof 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 and then they do the backflip we had those in like 2002 do you remember those? Woof, yeah, woof, that's true. Woof, woof. <laughs> yeah, they were selling a bunch of those on um, the Brooklyn Bridge. Fuck, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who still wants those? I mean, honestly, the technology is great. I always wanted those. Or the little, um, do you remember the little ferret ball? The fake ferret ball? That's just like, it, looked, it looks <gasps> yes. like a ferret chasing a ball. Yeah. Okay. Ugh, that thing is creepy. Or Robo Dog. Oh, God. Robo Dog. Okay, so I actually think you're, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Elon Musk floop, floop Musk is, this is such a creepy invention, but it's not him that did it. It was Minion, which, <laughs> Min, this was Minion's idea, it turns out, because Minion is played by Monk, uh, Tony Shalhoub, uh, everyone's favorite Monk, and, uh, <laughs> He he. Well, actually, I guess he's the OG minion. Minion minion Gen Z today only know minions as the little yellow guys. Well, millennials had OG minion at. It was monk with giant glasses on that made his eyes look weird. <laughs> um, but this is a crazy invention. It's so true. You're not gonna like. Yeah, I'm not gonna fight a robot Dublin. I'm just gonna let it kill me easily. I am pissing my pants that they've made kids, and it's all politicians kids the dad was contacted he's like i have to go on a mission to find these agents this is a secret project i've been involved in and yada 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 and i have to go do it and the mom is like i'm coming with you i'm so fucking sick of these kids i'm coming with you please please okay yeah she is okay she's clearly still suffering from postpartum (laughs) she is dying to get away you can tell she's itching to get out of motherless well it's hard too because they do live in the middle of nowhere in a giant castle on a cliff so i can't imagine you know you don't have neighbors you don't have cookouts you can't go get drunk at the neighbors next door she doesn't doesn't have community no exactly she's not going to yoga lotties uh because they are having to probably scale and do a parachute jump off their castle cliff every day to get to work or whatever and she goes please 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 take me with you and 
and this I remember like what being in theater with parents and going oh my god she does like a barely like sexy like whisper in his ear of like take me with you oh really you're gonna deny this and like Carla Gugino is so beautiful but like I remember getting so embarrassed and like oh my gosh it's a sexy <laughs> thing is happening oh, oh, parents okay. are here no I will say these two are so freaking horny about being spies yes they yeah they got they're not in it like, for the money they're in it for the horn they love okay, it they are such horn dogs and it's giving me the heebie-jeebies every time they do one spy thing it's always like sec bedroom eyes like when they fly underwater it's like hold my hand it's always they're in it for the they're in it for the <laughs> I was gonna say something so nasty. They're in it for the sex. Ew, what? I don't guess I'm not gonna say that. That's what you're. No, gonna it's say. not. That was so nasty. No, it's oh, not. No. <laughs> no, every time anything about spy come up, uh, it, it moved. moved. <laughs> it moved on both accounts. They love being sexy spies. So the next day they get ready to go for their big thing, and Uncle Felix, aka Cheech from Cheech and Chong, he, yeah, he's he is actually really good in this. And he comes in and he babysits. This them. is a pretty star-studded cast. Well, I think that's why we appreciate it as an as adults now. I think as kids, you it's easy to be like, "This is dumb," but as an adult, I'm like, "Wow, Alan Cumming is really giving a great performance here." And like, Monk is great in this. It's a, it's like um, I'm able to put my anxiety and fears aside. I'm relaxing a bit. I'm saying, okay, we're yes, in good hands that here. Is, you yes. know what? I tr- You know what? I'm gonna put my trust in them. They, they trust this flick, so I, I shall trust this. Totally. Flick. It's well. It's like, uh, what do they teach you in stand up? Like, always move the microphone. Always just try to be as relaxed as possible. It's exactly like that because if you're watching someone and. You know, they see you're nervous for them. They see they're they're nervous. So now we're nervous. Nobody for them. wants that. You know, I, no I've come that. to relax. I haven't come to watch uh, a tightrope act where are you going to fall into the pit of sharks? I don't know. I don't want to see it. Oh, I actually do want to sometimes, watch that. Some, honestly, sometimes I do want to see that too. <laughs> I'd but, actually love to see that. Uh, when I was starting out, when I was first starting out in 2018, it mostly was that. So, uh, okay, Uncle Felix is Cheech. He comes in. He goes, I'm your Uncle Felix and I'm taking care of you and your parents are going away. Bye. And the parents are in, oh my God, the sexiest buy stuff. They're in it for the dink. They have hair, both. Grease is the word. They have jet fuel slicking their hair back. And they get in the car. And honestly, they're still in their van, which I love that they've outfitted everything in their home and car and everything with spy gear. And we sort of really get a glimpse of it now. And I'm loving it. The car drives off a cliff. We meet Terry Hatcher. She's the Basil. And she's like, here's your mission. And then they fly off a cliff and I do. Well, and she's kind of like, you know, trying to like speak seductively to Antonio Banderas. And then Carla Cugino is kind of like, <clears throat> well, that's classic I'm here. though. I'm here if you were planning to try to have um, phone sex with my husband. That's so classic though. That's why whenever you call, whenever you call, you're on, you're speaker. on speaker with, and so-and-so's in the car <laughs> every time. <laughs> <laughs> you, mom, you're on speaker. Sean's in the car. <laughs> because sean's always trying to have fun sex <laughs> it's a really complicated relationship um they drive the car underwater and i just wrote this is pretty funny okay not really anything to add and but is, and this is where my tune changes because uh, this is where 
I did a little bit of a turn. No, this is where I did a little bit of a turn because I said, damn, that's cool as hell. And that would actually be my dream because you know what? That seems cozy. <laughs> it does. Okay. Oh my God. Being underwater. Okay. Tra- traveling underwater in the ocean in this van that's like, you know, got it's outfitted. It's got all the gear. It's got all the gear, aka really all you need is well, the DVD, DVD player is actually snacks. the big, yeah. And okay, imagine t- watching a little flick under there as you're traveling <gasps> underwater in the ocean. You fall asleep. Really, it's about the sleep. It really, it is about being miles and miles underneath society, being so far <laughs> yes. away from people and being able to sleep. There's no responsibilities. There's no <laughs> You have no responsibilities. <laughs> every every ultimate dream we have is just being away from society so that we can sleep finally. <laughs> you, I'm like a little bear in a cave, okay? Away from society. Oh, I want to drive in an underwater car, okay? Away from society. I want to be trapped in a library in the day after tomorrow when there's a giant storm and there's no responsibility. <laughs> I do actually love this. I also love they're holding hands. It also looks so like the, it really reminds me of like an underwater level and like Mario. Like it's so cool. Like the caves and all the cool, and the cool swimming and cool. And there's so many sharks in this movie that I didn't remember, but so cool down there. Okay, they get attacked. Floops minions are on them. And then we go back home. Red alert, red alert. Random, all these gadgets in the house go off. And the kids are like, what the hell's happening? I didn't even know we had any of this stuff. Uncle Felix is like, guys, get your stuff. You got to follow me, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, what's happening? What's happening? He turns around. Cheech rips his mustache off. Goes, firstly, I'm not your uncle. Secondly, we got to get you, blah, blah, blah. And I want to pause here because, (laughs) okay, as a nine-year-old, Someone comes and what babysits you. They, they have a fake have mustache. a fake mustache. And they say, I'm not your Uncle Felix. You gotta come with me now. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Jen truly as a nine year old. Truly as a nine year old, you've you stab him, call him. You've never heard hide nor hoof that your parents are spies. They've never told you about any of this. A man comes and babysits you and says your parents are spies. We have to go. And I'm not your uncle Felix. Rips off fake mustaches he's been wearing to deceive you this whole time. Someone pulls this stunt on me. It honestly depends how close it would have. I don't know. It depends what day you'd catch me, you know? Some, t- some days I'd be so fanciful. I'd be like, yeah, this is true. Let's go. Other days I would be like, you're a kidnapper. Um, I'm locking myself and my sister and brother in the bathroom and calling 911. I don't know. The kids going to the safe house and so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay they they guess they have like a camera on uncle felix he's like if i get i have to go grab one more thing I, if i get caught like don't don't wait for me they're like no no uncle felix no and then they see on the camera he's being attacked by the thumbs like they're fucking like ripping him apart and they're like well guess we gotta go without him and they just like shut the door and leave him to like die by death of thumb the thumbs are chasing them on the boat they're going i wrote okay as much as i don't like carmen in this movie in general like the character carmen or i guess alexa panavega i wasn't a fan as a kid she seems great now i actually think she's in her prime in this movie i will say i 
had a massive realization yeah. at this point. Okay, let's hear. Alexa Pena Pena, Pena Vega. Yeah. At this age yeah. in this movie looks identical. Identical okay. to a young Jogo Levitt. Oh my god, yeah. They could have been brosis in literally interchangeable they look exactly the same like choco you you could freeze frame so many parts from this movie and i would believe it was him i think in this movie she actually has way more of an it factor than she did as she got older that's so fucking mean to say god i hate myself for saying that no, I don't think so. I agree. I think this role is perfect yeah. for her. It's a cruel, but cruel by the time, world. <laughs> but then by the time we get to sleepover, it's like, mm, you're, nah, you don't got it. Some people, but that's common though. A lot of, oh, yeah. I feel like child stars, it's like, yes, as a child star, you were great. You were perfect. But as an adult, you're just not. Well, and that's what I think probably happened with me. I think as a child star of my own home videos, it was apparent of how (laughs) talented I was. And then now as an adult, I'm really just not cutting it. Okay, the underwater stuff with the kids driving with that giant ball. Okay, love this ball. This one, this one is cozy. Okay, obviously I'm overdosing they have they have like they have like warm light they only have like a single warm light in it it's like oh little warm it's little warm light the little tiny toilet glass window in the front there's like a little tiny little um kind of like loft bed on okay the loft beds oh (laughs) my god i'm loving this cozy get me a kobo and stick me in one of those loft beds (laughs) oh you'll never see me again Okay, this is the part we kind of talked about this already where Carmen says, Junie, stop shaking or you'll give yourself more warts. Our warts caused by fear. Our warts caused by anxiety and fear. Maybe there's something to do with sweating and maybe you pick up more, but it's fungal. Warts are fungal. No, warts is a virus. It's HPV. Whoa. Whoa, Junie's got HPV. Warts on your hand is HPV. I believe it is a type of HPV, yes. If I'm wrong on that, please somebody (laughs) correct me. Uh, They're driving in this little boat, though. The sharks, the awake sharks, that's scary as hell. Because a group of sharks means a frenzy. And then I always think about the Indianapolis, fucking the USS Indianapolis, where, however, 800 men went into the water and only 200 came out. Oh, yeah. The USS Indianapolis. <gasps> the thing. Okay, tell me okay. the story. I don't oh know what you're my god! About. So basically, okay, I'm gonna butcher this fucking shit. Basically, in or after or, or before World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> in, after, or before. Okay, so at any time in history. <laughs> Some, okay, somewhere around World War Two and after before, the USS Indianapolis was a ship from the u.s that got it got got basically by uh a japanese uh submarine and they were stranded in the ocean like however many people like 800 let's say were stranded in the ocean in the boat still or in the actual water no there was an explosion on the ship after the the submarine got it and then it sank 800 people are stranded in the water 
they all start dying of starvation they start growing crazy they start hallucinating over four days but the worst part of it all were the sharks and the and the sharks would do feeding frenzies on people and like they would have to throw the dead bodies away so that the sharks could would be like decoyed over to the other areas and stuff and they were all ripped to shreds by sharks except for like 170 or maybe something so that's what I when I'm watching Spy Kids and I see a shark all I'm thinking about is how (laughs) that speech from Jaws where 800 men go in the water only 200 come out I might have butchered one or two or three or four facts but (laughs) but it real it moved okay the little potty in this thing is so funny when it goes now now flushing your poop now flushing your poop me as a nine-year-old okay that's my brand that that was your peak of comedy brilliantly constructed joke me at nine years old i'm got my glasses i'm chuckling i'm going that now that's a setup uh, a premise a setup and a punchline right there that's very funny I guess he's watching Floop in the thing or I don't know what's happening here, but I just wrote they're so fucking scary. They're little high pitched voices. I hate it. We get into the safe house also. Okay, the food is visero for me. The binge eating, like that I would do in this fucking house is actually like scary to think about, to be honest. Like uncontrollable. What do you this what do you mean because there's so much of it or and it's goodies it's like jujubes and like good little chippies and little candies i guess i'm unfazed because i'm like that's my house imagine it already being there for you without having to go to shoppers without having to drudge yourself there i love that and also the little bars that make you a big mac from it rehydrated food okay obviously that's cool as hell if they had like an a and w beyond meat burger that and that if they had vegetarian options that would be oh my god you you would prefer (laughs) rehydrated in a microwave food than just regular did you see how good that burger looked i've listen i've been to mcdonald's a handful of times in my life uh and i've never seen a big mac look that good before i don't know a spy kid rehydrated burger looks amazing to me <laughs> okay floop monsters from tv they're scary the parents get caught by floop and straight up it's like <laughs> were you guys actually ever that really good of spies because it's only been 40 minutes and your first mission back and you already got caught they go into this place called the virtual room the parents because they all oh, they escaped floops thing and then they get caught again in a virtual room this virtual room is so cool it's got fake it's like you're in like total like vr like everything's fake everything's so cool and then they fall through the giant um t- a slide basically like floop lives in horror but pretty much like so scary but um you know what this reminds me of this whole six this whole like sequence of events reminds me of kendall's birthday party in succession <laughs> like all the different rooms and like the little tree house and all that shit sorry <laughs> have you seen success sorry i don't oh thank yeah. god i want to kill you i know well i know you said you that. liked the music from it but i didn't know if that meant you watched the show i watched it before uh, uh, yeah fuck let's uh let's go for it uh I, if, I don't know if, let's just uh fucking how about yeah let's just do it let's go that's my cat 
that's like Kendall. Kendall. Um, that's a really good Kendall. I just wrote that virtual room is so cool, and they land at the table with floop. I think that's a perfect place for us to stop. I just realized Ken, yeah, Kendall, Kendall, Kendall. Yeah. and now that's all I can think of when I Ken say that. Word. Kendall, Kendall. There's also a whole thing about Shiv, her name being like Siobhan, but like shit, like a Shiv, because that's her weapon of choice. And oh then God, Ken- the person who spent the time analyzing. Yeah, oh, this. me on the subreddit for Succession. Oh, my God. Uh, succession ending explained, because I'm du- so dumb. <laughs> um, and then same with um, Shiv, uh, Shiv's nickname. And then who's the other one? Shiv, Kendall, and Kieran Culkin, Roman, Roman. Romulus, uh, something about his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever that listen i ain't i ain't butchering is. roman history right now i already butchered the american history so anyways if you want to check that out um that's on succession subreddit we're gonna end here for part one of spy kids uh i'm charmed i have to go back into hibernation <laughs> you've got it she's got her snacks with her and she's Sort of mama bearing a little bit with the dogs, sort of getting them to follow. You know, when you see like a bear crossing the street, that's her with the babies going into bed. So we'll pick up. uh, We'll pick up next week, which will be like two days for us. Next week for you guys. How about let's find a J14 magazine quiz called "Are You a Junie or Are You a Carmen?" So that's gonna do it for us. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. This we don't have a sign off for this podcast, but if we did, it would be I don't know what would it be for you based on this flick. It's a cruel, cruel world full of nasties. I don't know, because all I can think... I'm so tired, and all I can think about is me curling up in one of those submarine Okay, balls. so this is... Uh, okay, so it's an ASMR sign-off. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. And if you would like to curl up in a cozy ball, please feel free to do it underwater away from society. <laughs> Thank you again. We love you so much. We will see you next week. Okay, I actually love ASMR videos, and I was yay. Okay, well I'm starting a new thing. Maybe I don't have to sell feet pics after all. Anyways, we'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye.